0: Filthy communication in the life of a believer. Very much not biblical, we know that. But what about Christian substitutes? That's coming up next on Rightly Dividing. Learning to navigate truth in a world of opinions. Teacher, Jacob Leger, and your host, Pastor Daniel Wright. Heart of Worship Church Media presents Rightly Dividing. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, to Rightly Dividing Podcast, Learning to Navigate Truth in a World of Opinions. I'm Pastor Daniel, and this is Jacob Leger. How's it going, guys? He's our teacher. Today, we're going to be talking about filthy communication. If you haven't watched episode one, we do highly encourage you to do so as it describes our foundational principles and the mission for this podcast. Of course, desiring truth through humility and grace, recognizing that we are not the arbiters of truth, but the word of God is. Also, please remember to agree to disagree where applicable. So we thank you guys for joining us today as we kick off another episode back. It's been a bit of a gap, so for those of you who are watching or listening that might have been wondering what happened to the seven and 21st schedule, uh, we apologize, but there's been some uh, delays in our life. Uh, our teacher, Jacob Leger, has had one
1: particular. Yes, uh, my mother recently passed away, so that, that put the podcast on the back burner for a little minute but we're back now and, uh, we're going to be doing the scheduling more, more of a free flow and also the 15 minute time. We're gonna just kind of go with it. So if it's a 30 minute, maybe 30, 45 may even be up to an hour guys. So just, uh, you may be getting more for that episode instead of just 15 minutes there, you know? Yeah. Uh, we have
0: episodes on air in Missouri. So the, the, the desire was to have it at 15 minutes, but truly we don't want to Miss out on good content as well, right? Uh, by being squeezed to that, that's why you have uh, parts one, two, and three on some of these older episodes. But going forward, we're just gonna let the Lord move and just go for it to whatever it. that time is and whenever we can release those episodes. So thank you for joining us today, uh, Filthy Communication, and uh, we'd like to open up with Colossians three eight.
1: Paul is writing and he says, "But know ye also, put off all of these." anger, wrath, malice, blasphemy, filthy communication from out of your mouth. None of these things should be coming out of your mouth. Amen. Amen. It does list up quite a bit. you Yes, it definitely does. One that most people are probably familiar with when it comes to communication is Proverbs 18.21. Death and life are in the power of the tongue, Mm. and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. So, if you like Talking about death, well, you're going to eat, reap those benefits of those, you know, the rewards of that kind of communication. Mm-hmm. It's not an easy thing or a light thing that we should take is to speak and just to sling words out, you know, not, without no thought behind them.
0: Right. You know, an interesting point. It just popped in my head, and I don't think we have it in our notes, but interesting. What about this one, Jacob? Even a fool is considered wise until he opens his mouth.
1: That is true. And we do have that one down at the bottom. <laughs> oh, we do. We're going to get to Praise it. Praise the Lord. <laughs> There's a lot of Proverbs verses. Talking the greatest about
0: thing things. about having a terrible memory is everything's fresh. <laughs> <laughs> There's no, like old manna. It's just still fresh, even if it's leftovers.
1: Right. Right. But we got to remember, though, our words have more power than we think. Right. And consider the following as we go through this little, this little breakdown. So, number one is, how did God create in the beginning? Hmm. He simply spoke creation into existence. Number two is man was created on the sixth day and we were created in the image of God. So by that, God speaking things into existence, us being in that image, our words have power. Right. Of course.
0: We can't Let's bring balance because right. there are some crazies out there that speak Ferores <laughs> into existence. That's it. And
1: and also we can't just speak speak a son into existence. Right. We do not have God's power. Nope. I'm not saying that in any stretch right. of the imagination. But the
0: point to be understood that there is power. That is. It may not
1: be omnipotent power, right. But power nonetheless. That's it. Our words affect everything around us. They can build people up. They can tear people down. I'm sure everybody in their life has experienced both being built up by somebody speaking words into their life or torn down by somebody belittling them, calling right. them names, whatever that may be, bullying of some kind, right? Mm-hmm. So just to show this in uh, Matthew 18, 18 through 20, it talks about how uh, our words can affect the spiritual realm through prayer, right? We're told to pray. Um, Jesus states this, he says, verily I say unto you that whatsoever you bind on earth, ye- Shall be bound in heaven, and whatsoever you shall loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Again, I say to you that if two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything that they shall ask, it shall be done for them of my Father which is in heaven. For where two or three are gathered together in my name, there I am in the the midst midst of of them. them. So, prayer does Mm. change things our words uh, change things god wouldn't have told us to pray if it didn't do something chapter 15 verses 18 through 19 a little backstory here is the pharisees come to jesus disciples and they're mad as usual uh, because Jesus' disciples didn't wash their hands before they ate it was a jewish custom to do so it's also good hygiene to wash your hands i know they'll get COVID 19 oh yeah we go (laughs) but this is what they this is what jesus tells the pharisees he says but those things which proceed out of the mouth come from the heart, mm. and they defile the man. Mm-hmm. From out of the heart proceeds evil thoughts, murders, uh, adulteries, fornications, thefts, false witness, that's lying, and blasphemies. Mm. So he's saying the things that come out of your mouth is what defiles the man, not, not, what, goes not what goes into the in. mouth. That's right. That's what he's pointing out, trying to show these Pharisees. It's not, they're washing their hands, they're eating. They, they didn't wash their hands, so they're eating, thinking they're unclean. Right. He's like, no, no, it's what comes out of your heart. What you're speaking is the uh, is the problem because that's where all manner of evil comes from.
0: I love how many times when you read through the Gospels, Jesus taking opportunities that basically his naysayers give him a layup and he slams dunk because it's like, well, now that you're talking about it, let me give you some spiritual insight. Exactly. By the way, what's really unclean is what's coming out, not what's going in. That's it. I love that. I exactly. love that.
1: And another one uh, most people probably think of is that the Bible states that we are to speak to the mountains, mm. and they'll be uprooted and cast into the sea. Right? Mm-hmm. That can be symbolized as our problems. What What are you dealing with in your life? Is it, uh, is it financial? Is it a health right. problem? Whatever it may be, you speak it in faith. Speak to that problem, mm-hmm. and it'll be cast into it shall be cast into the sea. Of course, we've got to understand God's timing. It's not maybe Maybe you're dealing with something in your life financially. Whatever it is that you're in that situation. Yeah. And probably maybe because of some stupid you did right? and God's right. trying to show you something. Right. But praying in faith to speak that it'll be moved. And it said, it shall be cast into the sea. So at a point it will come right. to pass.
0: Talking about timing too, right? you know, cause that's his word, but it doesn't say right now in the moment, you exactly. Know? Uh, and to talking about speaking in that regarding prayer, you know, if the Bible is we're covering it just now and much more to come as, as we continue this episode, the bible is abundantly clear that the tongue is powerful yes so in that it's both life and death as we just read on the life side of it let's insert prayer as the example we're talking about so when people say i'll pray for you do pray for them yes don't let it be empty words that you're just saying to make people feel good there's power in that so if someone says hey look i have a test coming up at the doctor i'm hoping for good results yeah Pray for them. Even if it's literally, look, this might sound uh, a little too low bar, but I would rather spend 15 intense seconds of prayer then zero in manipulative feel good.
1: Right. Just be like, Yeah, I'll pray for you. And then basically and you forget about it and you've lied to that person. Right.
0: <laughs> when y'all separate, get in that car, cry out to the Lord. Yeah. Spend twenty seconds. Yeah. Uh, thirty seconds. Yeah. I mean, you sure, praise God. Bless God. If you want to invest an hour travailing before the Lord, renting your cloth sackcloth uh, and ashes, right. go for it. But at least give God thirty seconds. Right. To, to, to lift, lift them up, especially when you say the prayer, because it's, it's powerful. It is. Gossip and slander, whether true or false. Uh, smearing people with ill intent. Be careful with these, quote, prayer requests, we put. Yeah, because it, it's easy as Christians to gossip about someone, and especially when it comes to the prayer request. My wife always says, all right, guys, make sure your, your prayer requests don't turn into gossip sessions. Right. And that's very true, because, uh, you know... We have feelings too. People can get under our skin. we got to crucify the flesh, love them regardless. It is not our position to slander and gossip people. So uh, attaching filthy communication with gossip and slander is justified scripturally because it is communication that... Biblically exactly. is filthy. Based on that, uh, number two lies. That was the first one was gossip and slander. Number two is lies. Revelation twenty one eight. The Bible tells us all liars shall have their place in the lake of fire. Pretty serious. Very serious. Uh, and and I've always said before in my church when I was uh, my dad raised me in church, and one of his biggest pet pee- pet peeves was a lie. Uh, as a kid, he harped on my uh, me and my sisters harshly over the how how wretched a lie could be. And uh, it even says, son, you're, you're only as good as your word. That's it. Uh, he, he explained back in the day when, uh, contracts were not even a necessary thing. If you shook someone's hand and they, and you said, oh, I'm going to do this, they knew you were going to do it. It was good enough. And now we live in a time that we have to have fine prints. Uh, we've got to have definitions for every single little word right. and yep, sign in yep. this yep. contract. And. You have to have lawyers watching the lawyers signing the contracts. <clears throat> exactly. Exactly. So uh lies is definitely a major part of filthy communication. Number three, dirty jokes. Uh yeah. No. <laughs> Again, it's like, mm, you gotta and look, because what this podcast is directed to Christians, we understand that the sinner's gonna tell dirty jokes. The Bible's not telling the sinner not to have filthy communication, he's unsaved, that's normal. Right. Pigs lay in the mud. Sorry. You know when the pig, or uh, in the more literal, let's use what Jesus called goats and sheep. He's going to separate them in the last day. That's right. Our goal in evangelism is to convert the goat to the sheep, but this podcast is directed to the sheep because the sheep need to be discipled. So in in regards, you might say, well, how Pastor and uh, teacher Jacob, I don't tell dirty jokes, but do you entertain it? Right. Do you kind of not walk out the room? Do you? You know, I'll admit there are times when I'm around coworkers. they tell a dirty uh-huh. joke. I have an awkward laugh like because I'm not trying to offend them. Right. God forgive me. I need to make it more obvious that I didn't really approve of that, right. that, that, that that wasn't appropriate. Exactly. Uh, number four, cursing. Now, think about that word cursing people with something like man i hope he loses his job over that wishing ill will towards others so that's really kind of two points we know the obvious of the certain word d word the sh word the f word all oh, those right. words but wishing someone to lose their job uh vocally declaring something bad to happen to them right. even in the mindset of justice so the bible says vengeance is mindset say the lord then no it's not your place to say things like that right whatever whatever justice needs to happen, God will decide what, and he will also decide when that's it don't
1: speak don't speak things like that out. Your words have power correct it's very very something people need to remember
0: correct, especially if you say it in a moment of weakness of the flesh that's not crucified, and your emotions get the best of you, you might be surprised just how dark those words might be mm-hmm. uh number five. Uh, combative responses uh, Example, if a boss Attacks you unjustly The Bible tells us in Proverbs 15 one, A soft answer turns away wrath But grievous words will stir up Anger mm-hmm. um, I've always found it mildly humorous Or actually I say mildly Very funny uh, When I tell my wife that scripture it is, <laughs> We're starting in the base of an argument As it's building and I'm, and she says something And I'm like oh baby a soft answer turns away wrath Now <laughs> Uh, kind of breaks the ice, but it also breaks my face with an iron skillet. Husbands out there, shout amen.
1: Amen to that.
0: All right. (laughs) Well, let's uh, talk about James chapter 3. James chapter 3. Got to have it. I'm going to
1: turn it over to Jacob on this. Yeah, we're going to go through a portion of James 3, starting in in verse 2. It says, For in many things we offend all, Mm. but if a man offend not in word, the same as a perfect man, and he bridleth the whole body. Mm. That, is, that is strong. And, and he's gonna, we're going to two examples of that in verse 3 and 4. It says, Behold, we put bits in horses' mouths so that they, they, and that they may obey us, and we turn about their whole body. Behold, also ships, which are so great, they're driven by fierce winds, and yet they're turned by a very small helm whatsoever the governor lists. So it's just saying that if you can control your tongue, you can control your whole body. It's amazing. You control a horse with its its whole body the by whole just body, a little just bit in its mouth, and turning same it, thing right with the, the mouth ship and the, the ship, ship with it. a small helm. Mm. And and to conclude that, that, actually, what I was just saying, verse five says that even so, the tongue is a little member, but it boasts great things. Behold, how great a matter a little fire can kindleth! So, mm-hmm. the smallest spark can start a whole wildfire.
0: Only you can stop forest fires. <laughs> Thank you, Smokey and the, the Bear. Thing.
1: <laughs> Verse 6, The tongue is a fire, a world of iniquity. So is the tongue among our members, that it defileth the whole body, and setteth on fire the course of nature, and it is set on fire of hell. That goes back to what Jesus was saying, that it's what comes out of the mouth. The mouth right. That comes from the heart. It says it defiles the whole body. Mm-hmm. The whole body from the heart. It, it defiles everything. Yep, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. That's it. Verse 7, for every kind of beast, of birds and of serpents and of things in the sea, is tamed and hath been tamed by mankind. But the tongue can no man tame, for it is an unruly evil and it's full of deadly poison. Mm. I mean, think about it. A Christian who's been saved can smash their finger. And if in the moment a word can fly (laughs) out of that mouth, that they did not mean to say that, that tongue no man can tame. You really have to have God's grace and spirit to help you keep that thing down.
0: I like the animal verse. I'm thinking of the lion tamer, right? Right. How much work do you have to go into tame a wild lion?
1: You have to start when they're small for one. I don't think you're going to go catch a full-grown
0: one. Yeah, yeah, but what what about the uh, dinosaurs from Jurassic Park? Exactly. uh, I mean, you saw saw the
1: movie, just put your hands up. you got to hold your hands up.
0: That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Well, no wonder, because the tongue is more difficult to tame than that. Exactly. Exactly. Even Chris (laughs) Pratt can't tame that.
1: Yeah, that's it. (laughs) Verse 9. Therefore, therewith, I'm sorry, we bless God. Talking about that tongue. Even the Father, and therewith we curse men, which are made after the similitude of God. For out of the mouth proceeds blessings and cursings. My brethren, these things ought not not to be so. I just love how he points out the fact that we're Mm. blessing God, we're praying to God, but then we turn around and we curse our fellow man. But wait, that man is made in the image of God. He's Ah. bringing it back to that creation that we talked about earlier. From the very beginning. Right. You shouldn't be blessing and cursing from the same mouth. You either bless mm. or you curse. Mm. It, it, you, you don't mix. They don't mix.
0: Right. We should be blessing people. That's it. Uh, so if Jesus said to love your enemies and do good to those who spitefully use you and persecute you, mm-hmm. then you should be blessing them as well. Easier said than done. We know that. That's yep. why Paul said we need to die daily.
1: That's it. Got three verses left. Mm-hmm. Doth a fountain send forth at the same place sweet water and bitter? Can a fig tree, my brethren, bear olive berries, either a, fi- a vine figs? So can no fountain both yield salt water and fresh. He's draw, He's bringing it together that you you shouldn't be blessing and cursing from the same mouth. Therefore, water can't, a, a spring can't bring forth sweet and bitter. Right, right. And the one that kind of ties it all together is verse 13. Who is a wise man and endued with knowledge among you? Let him show out of a good conversation his work works with meekness of wisdom. Mm. So it's from that conversation that right. shows his works with meekness and wisdom.
0: So his communication is the direct indication of the
1: quality of his works. That's it. And what's in his heart. That's good. So on to the part that was mentioned in the, uh, in the, in the intro. intro. Yeah,
0: because this part was my favorite. This right. part basically shot me shot me down conviction wise and it's not often. oh I, thank you for that conviction lord boy that feel good right but though we know it is benefit uh, it benefits us as christians right. right but i was like yep take it on because i want to get better at this and i just it's like that when you just when you think you're at level 99 you find out you're on level 9 because <laughs> that that 0 looked like a 9 next to the 9 right. They so didn't draw. it, they didn't it was O
1: nine, 9 not 9-9 right <laughs> Yeah, the lines. So and this is something that God's revealed to me over, I don't even remember when, but it's it's been something that's, he, he made it fresh to me and to, mm-hmm. to realize about substitutes. And we dub them Christian substitutes, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. um, you'll hear people say the phrase, dang it.
0: Or, you hear that one a lot.
1: Or shoot. Mm-hmm. Or gosh darn it. Or mm-hmm. here's one that you may have heard is freaking. Freaking, yeah. Or what the freak. So
0: I've heard freaking a
1: right, you know, it's exactly. like, oh, even the letter a you know what that would have right, yeah. right so and it's just goes to show you that yeah you may not be saying the traditional curse words right but you're putting things in their place and people know what you mean right so it's it's right. no different and that, it's for me that was that was right. some God revealed to me and right. it's something that like hey you need to watch even in in everything you say you need to right. watch what you're saying because right. you, everybody's listening. Mm-hmm. Especially if you're a Christian at work around a bunch of you know, uh, people who aren't saved. They watch you more harshly. Oh, yes, they, they will. I remember one time at work. I was in the warehouse and something happened. I hit my leg or something and it hurt. And mm-hmm. there was a bunch of them around and they were... Watch! I, I kind of gritted my teeth and yelled out, but right. yelled out just saying, just yelling. Mm. And they were waiting. They're like, "Oh, Jacob almost cursed." Where he waiting. They were waiting. There was all
0: anticipation. Yeah. Like, is he going to curse? Right. It, like, if if we could hit the the, the the uh slow motion button, it's and
1: true. then people would have been passing
0: out bets. Is he going to say it, fifty dollars? You know exactly. That's, and, yeah, and
1: I didn't. But it just showed that their people watch.
0: Yes, and listen all the time. Oh yeah, So that something we need to remember? Uh, I've heard it said that uh, as Christians, uh, we we live in a glass house, and it is so true, uh, especially especially of pastors or yeah. leaders. You're yeah, in leadership. Yeah, yeah. You're a teacher, uh, deacons, anyone that steps themselves. Okay, so, okay, you're a Christian. Oh well, you're under the magnifying glass. Well, it really gets close, and they zoom in whenever you step it up to leadership positions. Oh yeah. And it's like, just because we changed the word, we're not changing the context.
1: You're not changing what's coming out of your heart. In the heart, exactly. You still mean the other, the word that we're
0: not supposed to say. Right. We might have given an, uh, we've created a synonym, but the end result of definition is yet the same. Exactly. (laughs) That's what it is. Communication is not just with words, but let's talk about body language, number one. Number two, actions. And thirdly, your wardrobe, attire, the clothes that you wear. Uh, we forget that communication is not limited to words and verbiage, right. language. That's true. But there is body language, your actions and what you do. Exactly. Uh, what you're
1: telling people, even by what you wear. The actions one is the easy one. Do you right. reach out your hand to shake someone's hand, or do you punch them? That exactly. conveys two totally different stories. You ain't got to say a word to nobody. Totally. It, totally. it tells a lot about that person. Proverbs
0: 25.11, a word fitly spoken is like apples of gold, pictures of silver. Psalm 19.14, let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O God, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Ephesians 4.29, let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good for the use of edifying, that it might minister grace unto the hearers. Mm-hmm. Colossians 4.6 says, let your speech be always with grace. Seasoned with salt, that you might know how to answer every man. Psalm one forty one three. Set a watch, O Lord, before my mouth; keep the door of my lips. I love that one. That's awesome. Yeah, keep the door of my lips. It's like a guard. a filter on. Right. you Like God,
1: uh, God, I want you to guard my lips, so filter out. It's taming that tongue. That right. God has to do. No man can tame the tongue. As back in James but three. But God. Right? Yeah. Proverbs
0: seventeen twenty seven says, "He that hath knowledge spareth his words." Spareth is the word. That's the key word. Spareth, and a man of understanding is of an excellent spirit. Proverbs ten nineteen. In the multitude of words, where there wanteth not sin. But he that refraineth his lips is wise. That goes back to sparing your words. So right. Matthew twelve thirty seven. For by thy words thou shalt be justified, and also by thy words you shall also be condemned. That's it. So that goes back to the life and the death both in the tongue. Uh, Proverbs fifteen two. The tongue of the wise useth knowledge or right, but the mouth of fools poureth out foolishness. Matthew five thirty seven. But let your communication be yea, yea, nay, and nay. For whatsoever is more than these cometh evil yes the yes be yes be no be no and communication were really quick uh, the lord had given us separate revelations on it right and mine was the fact that if someone is tempted to have to escalate that in yeah. other words if someone asks did you do that and if you knew that it was a bad thing and you knew that you really didn't do it you can just say as a christian i didn't yeah that wasn't me no and if they know you as a trustworthy person that's it. That's the end of the story. Because right. there's no temptation to escalate by saying, I swear I didn't. Right. Because they know that you're trustworthy. They so see. there's no need. But the, the the temptation of escalation comes in the fact that you realize that your trustworthiness level is very low. Right. So in order to convey uh truth telling right. to the questioner you're going to escalate by saying I swear by this 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 that I promise that I, did, this, I, promise, I pro- yeah. promise even this you know right. if you could just stick to yes and no that's the absolute best spot to be in when it comes to your trustworthiness Exactly. Right. which goes back to what we talked about lying that was the second part uh, mm-hmm. of, of part two uh, in regards to filthy communication that's because it. obviously lies is filthy Proverbs 21:23. whoso keepeth his mouth and his tongue Keepeth his soul from
1: troubles. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and give me James one twenty six. James one twenty six states, if any man among you seem to be religious, mm. that's checking the fruit. Right. I just, I, God dropped that when I was reading this. Is that and bridleth not his tongue, but deceived, but deceiveth his own heart. This man's religion is in vain. Right there. That is probably one of the most powerful verses that we've read thus
0: far. A lot of them are powerful, but that's calling out someone who calls himself a Christian who goes to church but cannot bridle his tongue.
1: Right. 1 Corinthians 15:33. Be not deceived. Evil communications corrupt good manners. Proverbs 17:28. Even a fool, when he holdeth his peace, is counted wise. But he that shutteth, and he that shutteth his lips is in esteemed a man of understanding. Mm. So even somebody who's an, a fool, as I right. pointed here, if he's just quiet, <laughs> he's counted wise. Wow. Because not a lot of speaking going on. The final one for this uh, little Spitfire segment is uh, 1 Peter one thirteen through 16. It's more of a passage, really. Wherefore, gird up the loins of your mind be sober and hope to the end for the grace that is to be brought unto you at the revelation of Jesus Christ as obedient children, not fashioned yourself according to the former lust of your ignorance, but as he, which hath called you is holy. So be ye holy in all, all manner, manner of, of conversations conversation. because it is written, be ye holy for I am holy. That is spoken in the old Testament there. That
0: that takeaway right there. We have this in red in our notes, guys. Verse fifteen, if you're following. uh, Let's. I want to read that together. Good. That. But as he which hath called you is holy, which is God, so you be holy in all manner of conversation. Which goes back when you say all manner that's actually implying that there's not just one communication right. in all the different categories that we even just listed. That's right. Your body language, you know, the actions that you do, the clothes that you mm-hmm. wear, you know, and it's oftentimes, Jacob, you know, this, our church, we're always getting accused of being a works church. Right. Well, that's not necessarily a bad thing if you put it in the right context. Sure. They're trying to say we're a works church based on salvation. no, it's because we're saved, we believe in these works should be evidence of that.
1: That's right. So uh, be ye holy, for I am holy. That's it. And the last verse of consideration is Matthew twelve thirty six. But I say unto you that every idle word that men shall speak, they shall give an account thereof in the day of judgment. Anytime you speak, every single word, any, any, it says idle word. right. That's it's, deep. It is being recorded. and And there is stacks of a right. transcript, if you will, of your life, yeah. of your words, of your conversation mm. from the moment you could speak till you can't. Right. Is being collected. And it says they, you will give an account for it of every word. So just, just just let's
0: do this together. Just fill the Lord on and Let's pray. Father, I pray that you would anoint our tongue, Lord, that yes. you would touch it and give us wise words, anointed words, seasoned with salt, blessings, not curses, Lord. Yes. God, not so much the curse words that we know of, but not speak ill of other people, yes. at least not with any derogatory intent, Lord. I pray that you would touch us, Lord God, to be more like you in all that we say and do, and as Christians that we would be a light and into darkness in jesus name amen. amen remember brothers and sisters the word of god will stand forever isaiah chapter 40 verse 8 and first peter 1 25 what are your convictions do you feel that the christian substitutes are actually okay uh, or are they really not so good considering the implication of the context of what you're saying uh, are you yourself right now struggling with filthy communication? Let us know in the comments below. We'd love to hear from you. you. If you're listening or watching on YouTube, please like, share, and subscribe and click that bell for notifications or follow us if you're watching or listening on any podcast platform. If you have any questions, concerns, or topic suggestions, please comment below or email us at info at com. Please join us on our next episode when we discuss the topic of denominationalism Mm. in the church, all different denominations. Let's talk about that. We want to navigate truth in a world of opinions. This has been Daniel Wright and Jacob Leger, workmen that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. See you next time. Godspeed. Thank you for joining us this episode. For more information on our ministry or to contact us, please visit heartofworshipchurch.com.